biggest things if you want to create balance and be able to do both is you really need to work on the discipline and your mindset. And without both of those, I just don't think you're going to be able to get too far, at least from my experience. Welcome to Her Money Club Stories. We do not talk about budgets, retirement, or the hustle and grind here. We talk about money, time, and energy freedom. We are here to reimagine our relationship with money, to collaborate and celebrate other women who are doing the same. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to explore your passions and monetize your skills and talents and what lights you up? Can you even make money and a living living that kind of life? You can. Her Money Club allows you to explore all of the possibilities to create the time, money, and joy your heart desires deep down. Tune in as we guide you in reimagining your relationship with money. Hello and welcome everyone to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachelle Minnie. I am the founder of Her Money Club. The intention of these beautiful, amazing discussions is to really collect women's stories, share them with all of you of how we've overcome various challenges with money, jobs, passions, everything in between, and the life that we get to design and unfold along the way. So with us today, I have a very special guest, someone who is a part of our Her Money Club Mastermind, which we'll get into a little bit later, Um, but I would love to introduce you to Dana. Dana, please welcome and share a little bit about what you do, but also how you got into what you do. Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Dana Whitaker. I uh, have a company called Grateful Culture, where I focus on emotional intelligence and leadership for women who are looking to either be leaders in their personal lives or in their professional lives, since EQ kind of goes into both realms evenly. And I got started with EQ about 10 years ago, not knowing it was called emotional intelligence by just working on on myself, my own professional development and personal development. And through there, I've just really saw as an HR professional, this is what is making or breaking people in the workplace and what's helping people get to the next level. And so because of that, I was always just interested. And last year I became aware of an assessment that is scientifically valid and measures somebody's current level of emotional intelligence and the skill sets comprising of emotional intelligence at any given time. So once I took the assessment in, it blew my mind of how it could be so accurate and know how these skills were showing up in specific behaviors I was displaying to myself internally, mentally, and even uh, just what other people could see. And because of that, I ended up getting certified in that and started using that as a offering as a jumping off point for my coaching clients. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I want to get into a little bit of what, because you are both in a corporate job, but also running this company. So I want to address that because for a lot of our listeners, that is something they either want to do or they're in practice of doing. So I want to get into how you decided to do that. So specifically, what was the turning point at which you decided to really go all in on like, okay, yes, I get to have my corporate job for stability, money, all the things, but I'm deciding to branch out. I'm deciding to move forward with this other thing that really lights me up. Yeah. So back in 2020, we met 
through Boss Babe. And that was my first attempt because at the time I was working in a job where um, I wasn't getting much fulfillment and I really wanted to go off and do my own to help people with their careers. But I think a lot of it was mindset, just not really being there and being prepared for it mentally of what that takes and how persistent you need to be in it and showing up in line consistently was probably the hardest thing for me. So I actually tried it once, didn't get so far. So I want to share that with everybody. Like if you've tried it once before, you can try it again. It's okay. And so then this past year I had been, uh, 2021, I spent a lot of time not really working on my business and then deciding, no, I'm still running into the same issues in corporate America. I'm still seeing the same dumb things that aren't helping people. They're not pushing people forward. And I know I can do that. And I make an impact with people at my job at the level I can. And that was really the catalyst of showing like, I can do this on my own. I can go in all on my own and I can try again. And there's nothing wrong with that. So it really was taking that assessment that also gave me that extra like light bulb moment of showing like, this is why you're not so satisfied in your life with some of these things, because there's a portion of the assessment that shows you like a well-being, and it looks at, you know, your, your self-actualization, your self-regard, your relationships, optimism. And a lot of that was talking about if you want more of the things out of your life and to be happier to grow in those areas and in those areas of self-actualization, it's pursuing meaningful goals. And I knew I was kind of just stalling out in my career. I wasn't going to move forward at the company because it's not the right environment for me to thrive in. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And so that was the light bulb moment that was saying, no, this is now the time you have something in front of you that's already proving it out that you're not following what you really want to be doing. If you want to have that, you need to actually put in the work to do it. So it was a long journey to get to where I was or where I'm at now, where I decided to really take actionable steps to start my own business. And once I really had the assessment results, looking at them, figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, within a matter of weeks, I set up my LLC and started getting new clients because from there, it's like the mindset shift really kicked on that was needed. I started showing up more confident and by doing all the things that I was a little afraid to do, I was actually building up my EQ anyways. So I figured I have to practice what I preach when I talk to people. I want to talk about impact because what impact means to all of us is, is very different, right? So share with us, like what impact means to you and how do you measure it? Like for yourself, because if that's something that fulfills you is feeling the impact that you create in the world, what does it mean to you? How do you measure it? Uh, I honestly think success to me looks like making an impact on other people's lives, whether that be helping them to develop the skill sets to go into a leadership role where they can use their expertise, whether that is just helping somebody find a new position, anything that I can do with EQ that is going to help people realize that mm, this maybe isn't what I want to be showing up as. I want to show up differently. Any type of awareness for that feels like I'm making an impact. And to me, that is the success. So I personally just started, um, and we talked about it in Hermione Club, like I picked the word impact. And so anytime I see any evidence of people either indirectly saying that I've created an impact on them or have done something to that effect, I write it down in my journal as evidence that I am on the right path and that I'm progressing towards my goals because it can be so hard when 
you're starting out and you don't feel like you're making an impact. You don't feel like you're making any type of progress. And so I needed that. So I used my own type of words. So whatever it looks like to other people, I think as long as you get really focused on what does that look like if it showed up and how does that feel when it shows up? And so then I know either it's the words or the feeling I get when somebody's talking to me about, you know, working with them, that to me tells me the impact that I'm having, which then fuels the, the success I feel in the internal satisfaction of being able to help people. Yeah. And being able to celebrate that and acknowledge yes. that and focus our energy on that, because that, that really is everything to create the momentum that we all want to see in anything that we're doing in life. Um, I want to transition to creating balance and how you create balance because as you work a full-time job and as you work on building your business there's you know a lot of moving pieces in both so how do you balance both of them and are there any like aha moments you come up with along the way of like how to do that so many i think the the two biggest things if you want to create balance and be able to do both is you really need to work on the discipline and your mindset and without both of those, I just don't think you're going to be able to get too far, at least from my experience. So discipline in the sense of it's really easy when you're really busy and you're doing a million things to, to put off what you're wanting to do and focusing on what you should be doing instead of what you want to be doing. So that was the kind of big difference for me is looking at should versus want and having the discipline to say no to the things I should be doing because you know that's what society tells us to do or that's what you know I should be doing. I have to do what I want to do. And what I want to do requires a lot of fierce discipline so I can accomplish what I do in my day job. And then when I work and work on my business and then the mindset also goes into play, because if I don't have a good mindset about understanding the struggles I'm going to be going through and having grace for myself when I am struggling, it's just, you get into a battle with yourself. And that goes back to EQ as well as being really mindful of how you're feeling and the emotions that you're feeling. And I think the biggest, you know, moments have been in our Her Money Club group because that's usually when I can vocalize how I'm feeling. And then I realize mm, the energy isn't matching and my feelings are saying something completely opposite of what I want. And it's distracting me from what I need to do. And it's also preventing me from having the discipline to, for what I need to do. So I think it's really a combination of both. And Discipline is really hard for people who want something instantaneously. And I think that's a, a huge thing to point out to the audience is if you really want something, you have to be consistent and persistent, and that requires discipline. So if you're not ready to be disciplined with what you want to do, and you're going to have a really hard time. Yep. Yep. I love, I love that. Discipline wasn't even a word that I was thinking. I was thinking of boundaries, but you're right. Like discipline is like the name of the game to create the consistency, to create your awareness and where you get to go next. And I love that you brought up grace because so often as women, we tend to put our identity into a lot of our work and we get validation back from external sources saying that we've done a good job because we got a promotion or got a raise or this or that. And so it's a huge even identity shift in receiving validation internally, but also from other sources outside of like this corporate structure that has very defined measures and metrics for like how good you're doing and validating you. So how do you intrinsically find validation, which also is kind of a part of motivation, I think, too, to keep you moving forward? 
Yeah. So for, I'm so glad you say that because I, I spent a lot of years putting my worth into what other people thought of me and my work quality. So if somebody else was really excited about a good job, then I felt like I was now allowed to be excited about doing a good job. And that's kind of like the mindset shift I had to have because when you're doing things on your own, people don't understand what you're trying to do in the same sense. So even if you, you got external validation from them, it, it's not that helpful. You have to really figure out within yourself of, Finding again, the evidence of what you're doing, you're making progress on your goals. And that's how you can intrinsically continue to motivate yourself, knowing that this is the goal that I want to do. And this is what success looks like is going to help you stay motivated versus waiting on somebody else to give you, um, you know, a comment or like, or anything like that. It really has to go back to, am I consistently putting in the work and doing a good job that I know people will love? Yes, then I can be proud of. Then it's just a matter of time. If other people see it and they like it, that's all great. But I have to know it starts within me first. So if I'm not happy with something that I put out or I'm creating, um, that that there alone is a signal to me that maybe we should stop and really look at why we're doing this and, and who is it really for. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, I want to transition into kind of the money element of all of this. What has been maybe like a big fear in the transition process and thinking about really going all in on your business. And yeah, I guess we'll just leave, leave it there. <laughs> yeah. So there used to be a, a really big limiting belief that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to succeed on my own, which is still so funny to me that I was really deeply ingrained for that for many, many years. Um, and it really took until this past year for me to kind of break through that because I would think that I wouldn't be able to survive on my own had I not had a corporate salary. Like I'll never make enough money on my own doing my own thing. And then I kind of looked around like, yeah, but everybody else seems to be doing it. And I'm just as ordinary as anybody else. So if they can do it, I can do it. And then I had to look back and like, well, what's my worst case scenario? Okay, well, odds are I'm not going to end up living on the street and not having anything. There's a lot of safety nets that I have in place that will prevent that from happening, which I'm very grateful for. One of which being like, I could always move back with my parents if the absolute worst happens, no one's gonna let me live on the street. And so once I got rid of like that irrational limiting belief of like, if I fail, this is what's gonna happen. That was when I was able to see like, yeah, money, money's still important. We can work through it and build up our account while we're transitioning out. But the fear of maybe not making enough money in the future isn't gonna be what stops you. Like, who cares if it starts off with like $1,000 a year? Cool, fine. That's just a starting point. It's only going to go up from there. And I was the one putting limits on it saying like, oh, well, it's not going to be worth it because I'm not going to make a million dollars. And nobody makes a million dollars in their first year. Right. So, you know, it was, it was a lot of internal thoughts I had to work through of silly, oh, irrational things. Wasn't going to be worth it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I really thought. I was like, well, odds uh, are I'm like never going to be like that. And I'm like, well, pfft, you're not going to know unless you start right. and like who said you had to make that. That's not the sign of success mm -hmm. of that yeah. dollar. A specific dollar amount by a year is not necessarily like the success you should be basing your business off of. That's a long-term game. Yep. And we talk about that a lot too in um, the mastermind is like, it's about the journey, right? Like mm -hmm. I set this arbitrary number of like, Hey, let's go to journey to 100 K, but we all know that 
if anyone gets close to that beyond that, whatever the number is, like there's going to be so much growth in the process and everyone's getting further along than where they started. So like, that's the whole point is to Mm -hmm. be on the journey, be on it together and experience it and be the witness of it for each other. Because I think the element of Um, having kind of a tribe and people around you bearing witness to your greatness supports and holds you accountable to that moving forward. What's been your experience with that? Like, how has that supported you or what, what has that done for you? Uh, I honestly love it. We all have such a different background of what we're trying to do with our businesses. So we're not competing with each other and we're all at different stages in the business, but it's great to have people who are still kind of at the same starting point and our journeys are going to look really different, but as it unfolds, it's kind of magical. Not even, not even just looking at my own journey of what I've done, but being able to see what their journeys have been and see how they've changed just personally in the last few months, just the growth that we've had is really cool. And it makes it a lot easier than when you're trying to do things on your own, because it feels like your growth is a lot slower And at least having this group, if I don't feel like celebrating some of the things, you guys all call me out and you're like, why are you not celebrating more for this? I'm like, oh, you're right. I'm being a little hard on myself. Maybe I should be (laughs) jumping up and down. So I I think it's great. I really don't know where I would be without the group in that sense, because having somebody who's still on that emotional support level of understanding is really key. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What is your vision one year, two year, three years out for yourself? Oh, absolutely. One year. We're not working in corporate anymore. We're doing our own thing. <laughs> That's the goal. But long-term goals to really just kind of see how it involves. I really love being able to work one-on-one with individuals, but I also love being able to go into companies and consult and help them change and see like this is why emotional intelligence needs to be part of your performance management. This is how you can go and improve this. Oh, you wonder why you're having problems with retention? Well, probably because you guys are having some leadership issues. Like it all ties in really well. So I'm excited to see it expand and you know, one day I really see myself being able to speak at conferences and on stages for TED to talk about like, this is why this is so important. Whether or not you work in your own business or not, you need to be working on emotional intelligence every single day. Yeah. Oh, passion for it. I love it. Mm-hmm. What is, um, how can people connect with you and share just any programs you have going on and how you might help people that are listening? Yes. So uh, you can all follow me at Grateful Culture on Instagram, on TikTok. My website is gratefulculture.co.co. And right now I have the assessment running. This assessment, whether or not you do coaching is still available on demand where you'll take it on your own time. I get the results then, interpret them, and we'll have a one-hour debrief. And that alone, I think, is going to give a lot of people insight into how they're showing up in the world and to make the changes that they want to make. And then if you choose to move forward, we make individual development plans for that. I also have uh, different challenges that I run throughout the year that focus on one area of emotional intelligence. So if you sign up for my newsletter, you get to have all of that in advance to know, to sign up and join and get to work with another group of community who's also looking to prove their EQ. So nobody's alone in that sense of the journey. Yeah. And I can vouch because I've been through the experience with you on the assessment process and the the debrief process. So I think for me, what was most powerful is really 
having some validation in, in a lot of my strengths, but then also being reminded, like, you know, none of us are perfect. There's always room to grow in all of these things constantly. So where is like my next area that I want to focus on to create that growth in leadership in where I want to expand myself and my journey? And how does that then translate into specific tangible outcomes of what I can create? So I think going through that process, even though I've been through a million emotional intelligent things, it's like, okay, this is again, just like back to basics, a good reminder. Like these are the things that, that get to be expanded upon continuously. So I love it. It's amazing. Um, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing. And I bet we'll have you on in the future too. So I hope so. (laughs) Thank you so much.